This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello, this is Sporty R. McKenzie and I love you. It is a little cloudy outside today, but it's always sunny when you're in the greatest sports city in America, Boston, Massachusetts. The temperature, well, first of all, I'll give you the time. Uh, the time is 142. Temperature is 54 degrees. It will get up to 56, but it will be cooler overnight. If you and your loved one or kids are out going for a walk, I would suggest a jacket, maybe a sweater and a jacket. Well, I get itchy nippy, so I'd probably go t-shirt, sweater, and jacket. Though that's three layers, and I can understand how that could be warm. Um, my temperature, body temperature, leans more towards being cool than warm, so I can wear three layers comfortably. I would not wear shorts. I'd wear long pants. I'd wear socks. And I'd wear sneakers for walking, for sure, because I get blisters. Blisty-wisty, I call them. Um, sometimes I get lonely, and I name my blisters, and they become a little family, and I watch them grow up. And then when I burst, I pretend the other ones cry when they see their blister friends cry as well. But that's all outside of the world of sports. Uh, the greatest thing of all. Uh, you might seem, um, from a listening perspective, to find me sullen today and melancholy. Well, that's because as, as of this taping, uh, last night there was a game played in a city uh, like a thousand miles away. And a bunch of men from different parts of the world who play in another city put a ball in a hoop ten more times than a bunch of men from all over the world who play their games closer to where I live. So that made me sad. And then there was a game where a team put something in a net one more time than another team, and that made me sad. But the local nine here, the Red Sox, have won two in a row, and that makes me happy. I love sports more than anything in the world. The first thing I ever masturbated to was a media guide. It was the 1982 Philadelphia Phillies media guide, and it was a picture of Steve Carlton and his wife. It wasn't even so much that his wife was lovely, but I loved the idea of lefty. So I used my left hand to masturbate that time. But as we all know, oh, one second, I have to burp, but I would never do that on the microphone. I apologize. One second. Excuse me. Uh, as we all know, when I started getting more sexual thoughts in nature, uh, I decided to remove my private so I could focus only on sports. Sports is the most important thing in the world to me. And may I give a sporty salute to the radio station that uh, I used to be on once in a while. Uh, they got rid of people and have become a station that is much more pleasurable in listening to me. I listen to that station all the time now. I am a P1 to that sports radio station uh, from morning till the end of the days. It is a great, perfect station. For a guy like Sporty R. McKenzie, I have never heard a better station in my life. I hear people talk about the guy from The Apprentice Show, um, the gentleman who uh, was, you're fired. You're not going to work here anymore. Your employment is lo no longer necessary. I, I understand he's gone on to some government position. 
Uh, I don't understand why people want to talk about that. And I don't care if you have a wee-wee or a hoo-ha or whatever, if you run and jump or don't jump, and if you play a certain sport. What does that matter to me? It doesn't matter. All that matters are stats and sports. There are people in this world I admire. I'll give you the list of people I admire the most right now, if that's okay with you. Uh, The number five person I admire most in the world is Mike Greenberg. Mike Greenberg has long been my radio uh, idol. I had the opportunity to meet him once at a junket. I shook his hand and I said, I just want you to know that there are times when I change my name from Sporty R. McKenzie to Mike R. Mike and I pretend I'm the third guy, Mike, Mike, and Mike. And I hang out and you guys talk and then I talk. I would say that 9-11 was sad. I understand that. Um, But I would say when Mike and Mike broke up, in a lot of ways, it was sadder because, you know, after 9-11, people, we got to have a war and blow people up, but there was no way to fight back after Mike and Mike were gone. There was no war. I remember being upset at the time at President Obama, I think was the president then, that he didn't declare war against a random country and start bombing them just because we were pissed off about Mike and Mike being broke up. Uh, Mike Greenberg is number five on the list of men I admire most in the world. Number four on that list of people I admire uh, most in the world, I would have to say, um, is somebody who is new to the list but yet deserves his spot. That is somebody um, by the name... Oh, one second. Oh, okay. I just saw my program director in the hallway, and I think he thought I was talking about something other than sports, and I gave him the, the sporty salute, and he understood I was talking about sports. Number four, I would have to say, of people I admire uh, the most right now. And I think that he's probably the finest sports talk show host going right now in America. He's nationally syndicated, but yet I like him uh, a lot is Jim Rome. He's new to the list, I know, but I listened to him the other day and he was not happy about a call a referee made at the end of a basketball game. And he was yelling and screaming and I thought he was going to have a conniption fitty. And I said, that's the kind of rational anger that somebody should have when a referee blows a whistle at a basketball game. Why people get mad about um, whether uh, whether you are pro-choice or pro-life, I don't even know what that means. I've seen these people protesting in front of things and holding up these awful signs. And I think, why would you people do this when there's a game going on right now or even a game going on tonight? Why don't you put your feelings aside? Why don't you go into the clinics and talk and then maybe watch a game in there? Maybe that would help solve everything. You know, I don't understand why people have to get so worked up about wars and stuff like that when we live in a world where, you know, somewhere tonight, somebody's going to bounce a ball or somebody's going to kick a ball. So I would say number four is Jim Rohn because he gets really mad about the things that matter the most. Um, I'm going to skip three and two right now, maybe for later, and tell you the person I admire the most. And I'm so excited because he's going to join me on the podcast today. That's Mike Lombardi. Mike Lombardi is a gridiron genius. I not saying that. See, that's that, by the way. So there's a consultant in the radio business. They come in and they will give you criticism. Um, They have never in their lives actually accomplished anything professionally, but they managed to scam um, stupid people in the radio business and bounce around from station to station and tell them how to do things better. And idiots pay these idiots to do that. And then they tell people how to do something differently. So for me, I remember the person I spoke to said, you need to speak a little louder sometimes. It doesn't seem like you're very passionate. So I, once in a while, will say, I'm really excited to be doing the show today. Or what's going on with you guys today? So it's sort of an interesting way to talk and converse. And I think it's actually pretty conversational. Because I was listening the other day. I've never had um, a meal with another person in my life. Um, I was abandoned uh, very early on by my parents. Uh, my mom, my my dad, 
um, left. Uh, he married, ironically, a woman who was a sports information director uh, who was in the sports stats. I, I don't think in any way, in case you're suggesting, that's not why I've turned out the way I am. Uh, I, don't, I don't want anybody suggesting that my father turned me into Sporty R. McKenzie. Um, that's not the way that uh, Al R. McKenzie was, okay? Uh, he was uh, an Irish man. Um, and he fell in love with a different woman who was very, very into sports. And uh, I am not doing this in any way to try and impress him and wave my arms at him. I don't drive by his house and watch them have dinner every single night while I have dinner in the car while reading Baseball Digest. That's something a psycho would do. I am not going to do that. Uh, my mama uh, is Italian, which is interesting for my guest today. Uh, she was from Italian and married an Irishman, Mama McKenzie. And she decided to leave as well uh, and take off. And she married a... Uh, she married uh, a very nice, uh, very nice gentleman. Uh, although I have never met him and was not invited to the wedding, but I've been told he's a nice guy as well. One day I hope to meet them at all. But the point is, I don't eat with people and speak to people. Uh, I'm in a room by myself right now talking, and this is what I do all the time anyway. But I was saying I was having a sandwich the other day. I I had a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at the deli, and they cut the sides off for me. And I was reading the newspaper, and there was a really terrific story by Tara Sullivan of the Boston Globe, who's a go-getter. She's hip when she shoots, and she shoots from the hip. She's my favorite writer of all time. And she was writing about something. I was reading it, and I was picturing her voice while I was while I was reading it and it sounded like this, I don't know why, but the people behind me were talking and sure enough, conversationally, just like the program director consultant said to me, the guy was like, so, um, you know, what's going on at work today? I think that's just the way that people talk conversationally. So I really admire that. Anyway, uh, today's guest is Mike Lombardi, who, um, is a gridiron genius. That's the name of his book. And to me, um, you know, he's probably the greatest Lombardi in football history. I would defy you to find one better. My Mount Rushmore of football brains, um, I guess, is Coach Belichick, uh, Coach Landry. Uh, I would say probably Paul Brown and Mike Lombardi. Um, and Mike Lombardi is a guy with a great sense of humor. Uh, hopefully we'll do some of that. He's self-deprecating. He's not in any way... Uh, somebody who thinks highly of himself, uh, irrationally so, quite the opposite, in fact. So I'm going to look forward to getting a chance to chat with him about the comings and goings uh, that's going on in the world of A, football, and B, I guess he's uh, a big fan of the musician Bruce Springsteen, who um, is from uh, New Jersey and has a band, and he tours with them. And I guess when he's in concert all the time, he's like, uh, you know, I, I'm driving in my car and there's something with my dad and I'm in love with a girl. Like, so, you know, I think that's interesting. I've never heard him um, sing ever. I have never heard a song, as a matter of fact. So I'd be curious. Maybe Mike and I could talk a little bit about music and he could teach me. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, uh, well, this is <laughs> a little uncomfortable. Uh, as you people may have known, I, I am the vice president of the National Adult Bedwetters Society. Um, and I have fought the, the illness from battle for many years, uh, and I usually do pretty well. But as we are speaking right now, uh, unfortunately, I have <laughs> fallen off the wagon, um, and it's the third time uh, in the last few weeks. But boy, did I just make a mess all the way down the left side of my pants. But if I look at it right now, it's funny. The way the stain is on my pants right now, it's kind of wonderful in that it, it sort of looks like uh, Nathan Avaldi, who had one of the greatest... I don't want to get emotional here, but I still think about him uh, uh, throwing um, 
like four innings in a baseball game a few months ago during the World Series, which remains the greatest moment uh, probably of my life. Uh, so Mike Lombardi is going to come on, um, and we're going to talk about uh, football and Bill Belichick, and I'm going to ask him questions, and there will be moments where I'm going to step outside uh, the lines and go outside of sports as well, though that makes me nervous. Uh, Mike Lombardi uh, is uh, the guest on this episode, uh, and I do also want to say thank you very much to the host of this podcast for letting me fill in for him. Um, I hope he's doing well, uh, although I don't really, you know, I'm not obviously a fan of his work. He's been very supportive of me. Uh, so here we go with the uh, with the podcast uh, and the great, the, probably the greatest mind you'll ever meet and talk to in your life. Just sit back and drink it in. I am actually going to try and drink in his words as he talks. If I sound weird, it's because I'm going to be actually drinking from the microphone. So I just hope you can drink along with me. Um, uh, bottoms up for Mike Lombardi. Okay, we're here live, and uh, joining me right now is the author of Gridiron Genius uh, and the host of a podcast, Mike Lombardi. Mike, how are you? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? Oh, I'm pr- pretty good. Thank you so much for asking me. That's polite. What, um, what, when you say Gridiron Genius, do you, are you referring to yourself as a genius or geniuses you've worked <laughs> with, or are you a genius? Uh, I'm referring to the people that I was blessed to work with. I think the plural of that probably was debated for a while. You know, but I thought that the, the title explained itself in terms of what I was trying to accomplish. What what makes a genius? You know, that's a good question. Einstein Thank has you. five definitions of intelligence. Ooh, and, can, can I try? Uh, may I try and guess one or two? Go ahead. Um, I would say, uh, hmm, geez, nope, I'm stupid. Well, I think the first one, you know, the fifth one would be smart. The second one would be Ooh, brilliant. Yeah. Oh yeah. The third one would be in, the th- the fourth one would be intelligent. The third one would be brilliant. The second one would be genius, and the first one simple. So I think simple plans usually people confuse with being genius, and I think that that's often what happens. What? What do you think? What when you get around a genius like Bill Belichick, do you get smarter? Do you make do you make yourself smarter or make me smarter by being around him? I think, you know, if you're a lifelong learner, you learn to be, uh, learn from these people that you work with. Yeah, no doubt. What, tell me about your podcast. Uh, the GM Shuffle with this with Adnat Burke. We mm-hmm. handle that uh, on Cadence 13. It comes out every Wednesday. We talk about all the things that happen in the NFL during the week. What is your favorite? I, I listened to you over the years, and I'm a little nervous. I'm a big fan, but when you when when you when you talk when you say like you know uh, you have quotes from like George Allen or evaluate the evaluate like what is your two or three favorite quotes that you use in your day in day out life? Because I'm trying to use more quotes in my day in and day out life. <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think if we're all thinking alike, no one's thinking. I think that's critical. Who's who said was uh, that was that, that uh, was from, that Sun, that Sun, Sun Tzu? Coach Walsh. Oh, that okay. was from Coach Walsh in my book. Mm-hmm. And uh, is that Pat? Know, so Pat, that, Pat? Is that Pat Walsh, the softball coach? No, I said Bill Walsh. Oh, Pat Walsh was a softball coach in my town growing up. I thought that's a quinky dink if you knew her. <laughs> what are some other quotes? Uh, you know, I think that's that's probably about the one that I would think of mostly every day. Okay. Um, do you have any famous stories from Al Davis? Do I? When is this going to air? Can I? When will this air? Do you know? It, I will. It's going to air tomorrow. Is it your podcast? Yes. Okay. 
Do you have any anything else you'd like to add? Um, no, I'm pretty good. Oh, well, thank you so much, Mike. I really appreciate it. This is your interview? This is what you did? Well, I do have... I'm I'm always open to... to, to now I'm nervous. I'm always open to to, to suggestions in, in in counsel. No, I'm I'm fine. Thank you. No, I what? No, I'm 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 sorry. I don't want to offend you. No, I'm fine. Thank you. I appreciate you calling me. Thank you. Ooh, boy, that did not go well. Uh, yes. Um, oh gee, now I've offended one of my. I didn't even get a chance to talk about Bruce Springsteen. And he's one of my, oh, oh, I've hurt one of my heroes. This is painful. This hurts me from the bottom of my feet to the tippy top of my head. And right in the middle where my little sporty used to live. I'm not sure. I was really going to want to hear the rest of his quotes. And I wanted to hear more about Einstein. And I wanted to hear about Al Davis. Maybe he had had Feduccini with him one time. But unfortunately, it didn't seem like he was enjoying the uh, conversation uh, very much. And this is like, I'm trying to think of a similar time. One of my heroes was mad at me. And I do remember um, I was going for a power walk. I I can't run uh, because of my heels. I have um, arched feet and blisters, as I mentioned earlier, but I was running in Groton one time or walking rather. Oop, Not running, sporty, walking. Um, that's why your parents left you sporty because you get things wrong sometimes. And that's why when you get Bill Madlock's batting average in 1982 wrong, your dad is going to leave and he's going to marry a sports information director who knows what Bill Madlock's batting average was in 1982 sporty. Anyways, I was power walking one time in Groton and I wasn't paying attention. The fall was mine. I'm not a Hall of Fame writer. I didn't do the Sunday notes for years. And Peter Gammons, and I was not at a crosswalk. It was not my, it was not Peter Gammons' fault. It was Sporty's fault. And Sporty and Peter Gammons slammed his horn at me and I looked at him and we made eye contact and he was disappointed. And I did run after him. I did run into a light trot trying to catch up to him to apologize. And I have not had the opportunity to do that since. So I'm sorry to Peter Gammons and to Mike Lombardi, who I would like to have on again sometime in the near future to maybe make me smarter. Sporty R. McKenzie, loving you very much and hoping that all your kicks go through the posts and all your shots hit the net and all your dives hit the water and all your drives hit the fairways. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.